You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Grammar Girl here. This week, Neil Whitman is guest writing. He writes, I read an interesting post recently on a blog called Errant Pedantry. In this post, titled No Dice, Jonathan Owen traced the history of the English word dice and how, in his words, it slipped through the cracks of language change. Today, we're going to talk about dice and other examples of language that got left behind. Dice is the plural form of the singular noun die a fact that I didn't realize until I was a teenager. Before then, I just thought the word was a noun, like sheep, with the same form for both singular and plural. But even if you know that dice is the plural of die, isn't it strange that it's not just dies with a Z sound at the end? After all, the plural of pie is pies, not pice, and the plural of fly is flies, not flice. Even as an irregular plural, dice is weird. The singular forms of mice and lice are mouse and louse, but the singular of dice isn't douse. In his blog post, Owen explained that originally, the plural of die was spelled D-I-E-S. However, at that time, all plurals that ended in S were actually pronounced with an S sound at the end, not with a Z sound. Then, probably sometime in the 1500s, a sound change occurred so that for most nouns, these plural endings came to be pronounced with a Z sound. After this sound change, the plural of die would have been pronounced with a Z sound at the end. But what we actually see around this time is that the spelling changes from D-I-E-S to D-I-C-E. In other words, speakers hung on to that final S sound and changed the spelling to make it clear. Dice got left behind. But... Why did it get left behind? Owen suggests that people were not thinking of dice as a plural. They were thinking of it as a non-count noun, like mud or jello. Even though you can count dice and know whether you're rolling two, three, or six of them, speakers considered dice a non-count noun, kind of like furniture and homework are today, even though you can count pieces of furniture and homework assignments. Another sound change that's happened with English suffixes is that the ed suffix is now usually pronounced as just a t, as in knocked, washed, and kissed, or just a d, as in wagged, slammed, and raised. So in that case, why do we still pronounce wicked with two syllables? Well, if we're talking about something that has a wick, like a candle, we wouldn't. We'd pronounce it wicked. 
But that's not the meaning we want if we're talking about witches of the West. As it turns out, wicked may be derived from an Old English word for wizard, plus that ed suffix. But that connection is so hidden that most English speakers probably think of wicked as an indivisible word. So in the 1600s, when the ed suffix began to be pronounced without its vowel, wicked got left behind, along with some words that truly didn't have that ed suffix, such as naked, which just happens to end in ed by chance. Naked brings to mind a good example of how compound words or phrases can get left behind too, when one of their component words falls out of use. The phrase buck naked first appeared in the 1920s, and its origin is still a matter of dispute. What exactly does buck mean in this context? When new generations hear an expression that doesn't make sense to them, they're likely to reinterpret it as something that makes at least a little bit more sense. Thus, in the 1960s, the much more sensible butt naked began to appear, and has been increasing in popularity ever since. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar? That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. Reinterpretations like these are called folk etymologies, and there are hundreds of them in English and other languages. Sometimes entire rules of syntax get left behind. For example, take the sentence, how dare you? The verb dare comes before the subject, you. In present-day English, only helping verbs do that. 
For example, how are you doing? And how did this happen? But how dare is a fixed expression of indignation and outrage, and it's also a bit rare. As a result, it escaped unnoticed as the changes in English word order passed through the language. These days, when some speakers hear how dare you, they try to make it fit the modern grammar rules that they know and reinterpret you as the object of dare instead of the subject. They can do this because you can be used as either the subject or the object of a verb. Then, when these speakers try to use how dare with a third party, they'll use object pronouns and say how dare him, how dare her, and how dare them. The expression still doesn't quite match modern English grammar because now dare is left without a subject. And that's what happens when expressions get left behind. Later, speakers try to make them behave with varying degrees of success. In fact, how dare you is also an example of another piece of the English verb system that's been left behind. Dare is a subjunctive. It's not so obvious in how dare you, but in how dare he and how dare she, it's clear that dare is missing its s suffix to agree with he and she's. We'd say he dares, she dares. This happens in other fossilized subjunctive expressions too, such as perish the thought. But once again, an expression that missed the system update years ago is subject to tinkering by later speakers. In this case, the verb perish means to die and doesn't take a direct object. But because the thought comes after it, and because it's perish and not perishes, it's easy to interpret the expression as a command. With perish meaning to kill, and the thought as its direct object, speakers might go for years with this reinterpretation never revealing itself. But when they say something like "I perished the thought," it comes to light. Fossil language like "dice," "wicked," "buck naked," "how dare you," and "perish the thought" make language more interesting. Furthermore, linguists can often use these left-behind fragments of older language to gain insight into earlier stages of a language's development. Things that are archaic and strange in one language can sometimes even show how that language is connected with others, where similar words or constructions are still in common use. So, when you come across a pronunciation, word, or expression that just doesn't seem to make sense, don't get frustrated. You might have stumbled across a fossil with its own fascinating story to tell. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who blogs about linguistics at literalminded.wordpress.com, and is a regular columnist for the online resource Visual Thesaurus. I'm Mignon Fogarty. That's all. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m. at all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New Miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. Miracle Grow is simply the best. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.